Hey guys, it's uh, Joey on the Lamb, reporting live from New York City. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. I haven't been able to keep up to date with my podcast, but I would, you know, just like to uh, say hi and keep you updated on what's going on with myself and my life and the people around me. So I had to move out of my apartment three weeks ago. It was a sublet that I I rented out for five months. It could have been regarded as an illegal eviction during COVID, but I, 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 I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want to bring it to like that. I just want everyone to be happy, and I parted, I parted ways, and 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 I, and I, and I, I just got my stuff, took my money, and I just slept. And so I'm staying at this guy's house, and he has had enough. So along the way, I can't play music anymore because I lost my instrument that my roommate lended to me as a gift and I had to return it back to him prior to moving along with the amp and during those five months of playing music it was probably one of the happiest moments of my life i have a second keyboard but it's really in bad shape because i banged the shit out of it and i gave it to my best friend towed onto it for me just for you know security because it's like my baby but I don't even have like the guitar or any type of instrument in my hand right now to play but I guess like my voice is the strongest thing that I have right now the power to speak and the freedom of speech. (laughs) One of my best friends almost died seven years ago in a car crash. She survived, but she had multiple injuries on her spine, her neck, everything. And it took her almost a year, I think, to finally recover. And when she, when she had that car accident, she called me right away and I was in New York. And she said to me that 
because she knew me for the longest. And she told me that, please stay in New York because I know this is going to be it for you. She's known me more than any person in the whole wide world. Her family adopted me at the age of 18 as soon as I was legal because I was going through childhood abuse, but I couldn't, you know, I didn't want to go through, you know, like the whole foster thing shit, whatever. I don't even know if my dad was my real dad because it said stepdad on my one of my reports. But I got the fuck out of there. And I was treated for once in my life like a normal kid. And I think that's what I lost in my life was having like a real father or a real mom or like someone actually substantially like really there. Like my best friend, she was really there for me. And I haven't spoken to her in over five years. I have her brother on my Instagram still, and I'm still trying to track her and find her because I fucked it up because I used her card and I spent $200 on Ubers and she never forgave me that year. But this was like seven years ago i don't think she cares anymore and if i if i even if i see her now i'll freaking i'll freaking pay her back ubers and pay for every single ride for the whole rest of the year but she's gone literally technically like in my life my best friend is gone But she, she, she committed and she stuck to her dreams because she, you know, she came here as an immigrant and her family fought their way up to, to become, her, her brother is a doctor now. We're all around the same age. I mean, I mean brother was the oldest one. Um, I think he's 35. He's married. He has a kid. Gorgeous wife, gorgeous kid. Um, unfortunately, the parents separated. But I still keep touch. I still keep in touch with her. Her parents are very close to me. It wasn't fair because her mom was a professional, talented, graduated chemist from a really, really amazing university in South America. But she came here with no papers, so they couldn't legalize her degree. But I'm pretty sure if she had 
the ability to do so, she would have been able to save millions of people's lives, especially what we are going through right now in COVID. (laughs) So it really hurts me (laughs) because sometimes I still live in regret for hurting my best friend. I should never have used her car to go on Ubers. I know it sounds really silly, but you know, like seven years later, it's not funny anymore. It's like I broke her trust, but she, she forgave me and she called me and she told me, please do not go back to where you were. But everybody else here, they don't really know me. And they don't really see me. They kind of do, but they don't, they don't, I want them to. And that's what I'm trying to, you know, like make them see what I had been through. Because you only get one set of parents. At the end of the day. So I forgave my parents. And I forgave myself. And I'm so sad that. I had to you know. Go through the shit. in many beautiful ways <laughs> because I miss my best friend so much that I've lost I can never see her again but she's so alive somewhere at least she's not dead and I've heard worse stories but in my heart, it felt like she died and I had to go on with my life. <laughs> and that's why I'm always scared when I lose, when I lose somebody.
I don't want this to be another drawback. So I pray, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Please. Thank you. Amen. ago I had made another friend and I lost her because I was very selfish and really self-centered and it became a really toxic relationship to the point where I made her feel like I took advantage of her but it wasn't it wasn't just like that I took advantage of everybody and I admit I was wrong and I didn't realize that. And it took me three years to finally come to the realization that I was a selfish prick and I apologized to her, but she wouldn't accept it. And I didn't accept, I didn't expect any type of forgiveness. I just wanted, I just wanted this girl to know that like, I truly, I was truly sorry. The holidays are the hardest times of the years for me. My best friend's brother now is a 911 caller for COVID emergency cases because we all helped each other get through school. But I I picked a different path. I picked the path that nobody took. I fucking flew to New York like a crazy woman thinking that I was gonna like be the next Madonna on the keyboard playing freaking music like Michael Jackson and fucking John Lennon. John Legend. And I almost did get signed by John Legend. I was actually in his studio like 10 years ago, but I was a crack addict. (laughs) So I lost that opportunity. I had like 10 people in a huge conference room. And there were like 10 conference rooms in that building 
in the, on that floor full of grand pianos, Yamahas, Steinways, anything that you can imagine an orchestra could be made of. And they listened to my music and they thought that it was remarkable, but they couldn't see my face and they couldn't look straight into my eyes because it was too painful. I think it was too painful to even look into my eyes and to see how thin my jaw was becoming. <laughs> and that's how I did. I just slept on a subway and I just kept praying and praying and then I met and then I met this person and I was doing crack at this person's house and he said, You can really play the piano. Who are you? I'm gonna take you to John Legend's studio now and you're gonna perform, but when you do, you have to be on your P's and Q's. And that's where I fucked up. I could have gotten signed. I could have been playing music. But that's the past and it's over now. really miss my piano <laughs> and I miss the guitar and I miss the instruments and I miss singing and I miss playing music right now I wish I could write a song <laughs> on the guitar or on the piano I just I want to write a song but I can't because I spent my savings on a new jacket. What an idiot, but I need one. It's not easy, it's fucking hard. I really hope like this pandemic can finally end. Everyone's like, oh yeah, you're just using this as a stupid excuse. But it's not, it's not a stupid excuse. It's really true, it's fucked up. I'm from California originally, and now they're going to lock down December 1st to the 20th. Can you believe that? But we're in New York, so I don't know. We're lucky we're not going through a lockdown, but everyone just has to be home by 10. I mean, okay. So I guess, you know, like, there's this crazy neighbor, right? And his daughter doesn't, I don't know who to trust. But when I showed her my busted, my busted lip, she didn't really see it, but it's busted. I hope 
she didn't laugh at it. I hope she felt what I was feeling. And I really hope that she helps me tomorrow. And I don't want to get beat up by my friend's daughter because she threatened me tonight. She was going to come here and take my stuff out and throw me out there. And I'm really scared because I don't want to die from COVID. I don't. I feel really sorry for the people in the hospitals. huge amount of respect for the delivery guy and the delivery woman, the FedEx people. I have a huge amount of respect for people who put their lives on the front line to to serve us. The military, the doctors, the nurses, even the cashiers at the bodegas because they all are trying to make an honest living and at the same time they just they just know the protocol like okay we're going through a pandemic oh well so i just put on my mask wash my hands get dressed and go to work do my hours and then come home and get my check and I can feed my family and feed myself and pay my rent and repeat, you know? But we can't have that anymore, like, everywhere. I mean, but for these people who have the courage to continue relentlessly and still have the opportunity god bless them because i don't think i could have done it myself at all i'm i'm fucking scared and it really hurts my feelings today this is why when I refer to the term friends, not 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 everybody is your friend. I, I carry the word friend like it's like a dollar bill in my hand. But no, friends friends come at a price. It's unconditional. And it's very hard to find. Very hard. So when I find a friend and I know it's real, 
I stick to my guns. And I know that this girl, she's told me, she's like, just go to school, go to bed or whatever. She said something and it really hurt my feelings because she said to me, hey, sometimes you're not fun to be around. And she's absolutely right. And every single aspect. She's right. You're not always fun to be around, Joey. And I'm sorry to tell you the truth, but sometimes you're so cool and so funny and super sweet. And I love hanging out with you. But sometimes you just you just drag me down and make me feel like I don't even want to be around you. So that makes me like, it's like, I, I I just hit a wall. Because, you know, my friends, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they just let me be. And they're still my friend. They're like, okay. She's having a shit day. Well, let's make her feel better. That's what a real friend does. And they tell me the same thing too. They tell me the truth. Yeah, you're not always fun to be around, Joey. And, you know, I feel really sad to see you sad. So I'm going to cheer you up. Today... You, me, and my sister are going to come and cheer you on so you can feel better. Those are my real friends. 